Hi, everybody. I'm Dan. And I'm Mike. So welcome to this year-end special edition of 15-Minute Film Fanatics. We just wanted to look back at 2022, and the first thing we want to say to everybody is thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for giving us the suggestions. We're, we are we are so glad that this thing has taken off after 180-something episodes. How many movies did we do this year? We did 44 or 45 episodes, including one-shots or something, but that's great. Yeah, that's a lot of movies. I don't actually know what other people do with their time, but I'm having a blast. Yeah, it's it's awesome. So thank you. Please leave us reviews. Like we always say, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us out. We're doing this totally as a labor of love. And what we thought we'd do today is we would each come up with a secret list. And just like as we do with the movies, Mike and I have not discussed this. We've each come up with a list of a short list, three movies we've done this year on the show that we're glad we did, that we that we were glad we stumbled upon. Either they were recommendations or it just occurred to us, hey, let's do this for the show. They're not necessarily movies that came out this year, but they're movies that that we're, you know, we're glad we did. And it was real I don't know about you, Mike. How this was hard to get it down to three movies. Yeah, I, I had to try to vary my choices, but I feel like I got a good cross section of what we did this year. All right. And also, I just want to put this out there before we start. We're just going to say that first place special reserve has to go for when we did Citizen Kane with Nick Davis, because to do Citizen Kane with the grandson of Herman Mankiewicz, that's its own category. That was fun. So that that's that's its own thing. So with the rest of us mere mortals here, let's start with our first one. So, Mike, what's your first one? Give me a hint. So when we did this movie, uh, I said that this is what it feels like to work at or operate a startup. And you started and- laughing. And that that would be Aguirre, the wrath of God. That's exactly right. So talk about why you picked that. This is one of those movies. I can't believe that it's as famous as it is. We talk all the time about movies that we can't believe are not more famous. I can't believe that this is still on on people's list of movies to watch. It it feels like it feels to me improbable that it even got made when it was made. But the fact that people are watching it 40 or 50 years on seems even more improbable but it's absolutely fantastic. I could not imagine. It's difficult to imagine a movie being held together only by the performance of a crazier person. But it's all Klaus Kinski from start to finish. He holds the whole thing together. Um, and I, I just can't I can't stop thinking about how crazy his face looks and how that's the whole movie. Yeah, that's great. And we were we, we went <clears throat> deep into the Klaus Kinski rabbit hole this season. So that's a, that's a great pick. All right, so my first one is a movie that everyone has seen. It seemed like everyone in the world had seen this except me and you, and I knew about it. Martin Scorsese goes on about this movie all the time. And no. We, and we I, finally watched it, and I was like, man, boy, did that really live up to the hype. What's the movie? It's my number one. It's Colonel Blimp. Yes, Colonel Blimp. So, well, I have more than three here, so I can go on that. So the reason I picked this was because it's so rare that things are as good as everyone says they are. Like I have a very short list of things that are actually as good as people say they are like Hamlet, Ulysses, Moby Dick, um, Citizen Kane. And certainly when you watch a movie that has this much hype, you're, you're almost suspicious and all of your suspicions are gone within 10 minutes. This movie was unlike anything I had seen before. It was so captivating. It was so great. And I couldn't wait to record the episode on it. It's life changing. And I, I, you can't say that about just, anything but it, it truly is there's the, the best line in the whole movie that so there there's a thought that has become part of the zeitgeist which is you know uh for for old older people to turn around and look at the previous generation and say it they're just misunderstood i was like that right right he he says you know wasn't i just like this lad and his his friend turns to him and say yes but i wonder if he'll grow into such a grand old man 
yeah. as you have, which that which is the that's the kiss of of that thought. And I also thought it's so rare to see a movie about friendship, like the like the the friendship at the core of that movie is so convincing, and it's such a rare theme for movie. Like love affairs are, are very common, right? Revenge is very common, but just a movie about friendship over time and how that friendship between those two guys changes is really really great. And also to have a good person at the middle at the at the center of a film like that, I think it's really interesting. Well, and some great films only do one good thing, meaning that yeah. this is a great script. Here's a couple of things that are not in the script and not showing the duel. Right. The, that was the, the audacity, that's what I knew, man. When the audacity the of yeah. the audacity of jumps in time, right? The tra- yep. the transition from year to year is when all the animal heads appear on his wall uh-huh. to, to show that time has passed. Um, the audacity of using the same actress over and over again. These are uh the these guys are not just getting their feet under them. They're they're <laughs> all warmed up. And there's just little embellishments in here that are the work of two masters. It's a beautiful movie. Yeah. And and one last thing about it. That's when I knew I was like, we love to say I was in good hands. When the camera left the duel, that is the most, that is the most brazen, unbelievable move, but it's low tech. There's nothing. Fa- it's just the camera just moves up and you don't see, you don't see the duel. And that's when I knew, oh my God, this movie's going to be something else. All right. So what's, what's your next one? Okay. My, uh, my next one is we said that this was an inverted chain. An invert. Uh, is it Logan? No. Is it Lay Samurai? No. What is it? It's Shane turned inside out. It's HUD. Oh, it's HUD. That's right. We did say it's because the kid from Shane is in it. So what made uh, you pick that? Yeah, I um I didn't even want to watch it when you suggested it. Honestly, I I only watch it because you insisted. But like, I, half the, I, like half the other movies we, we do. On but I I thank you for insisting because that movie. There's just certain scenes and certain images from that movie that stick in my head. I think I went on and on. I didn't re-listen to the episode, but I went on and on about the camera technique, not knowing that it was a, a, a famous cinematographer who shot HUD. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but for such a, a seemingly simple movie, right? if I describe the movie to you, you might term it gritty realism or something, but the camera is anything but gritty realism. The human element, the pathos that comes out of this movie is anything else than 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 gritty realism. Uh, and I can, I always love movies that are a downer, but they don't feel like a downer because they're so gloriously made. Yeah. Yeah. Great. All right. So my next one is, we went from Colonel Blimp, which everybody has seen and people would say, you never, uh, my next pick is a movie that nobody has seen. And every person I asked about this movie would say, no, I never saw that. And I was like, you got to see this movie. You've got to see this movie. It's about kind of like Colonel Blimp. It's about um, somebody who's so good that you almost can't believe it. Now, the person does one terrible thing in the movie, but for the rest of the movie, he's he's his goodness is almost you can't believe it's real. Until he commits a murder and shoots somebody in a garage. Uh, Arnie, Bernie, Bernie, <laughs> Bernie. <Excellent>. Yeah, <laughs> right. Jack... I, I know. Ja- I know Jack Black. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I love doing Bernie because I, I stumbled upon it on Criterion. I thought it was. I, I was like, all right, let me see before it expires. That's how I watch half the movies I do because they're an expiring Criterion. And I was so taken by how good he is and how complete of a of a performance that is, and how great. And I loved our conversation because we talked about the fact that the whole movie is him doing these Bernie things, and then he does one unBernie thing. And does that negate all the other ones? I had a great time watching. I remember I watched it twice in one weekend. It just, it's like, it's one of those movies that uh, you're kind of like in on a secret and you meet somebody else. It's like liking like the the novels of Charles Portis besides True Grit. And 
It has your favorite soundtrack. It has it has him singing Love Lifted Me, which I listen to all the time. All right, what's your next one? I'm out of picks because my number one was Colonel Blimp. Uh, that That's the movie I was the happiest that we did this year. It was absolutely amazing. But if I was forced to choose, I would choose another Powell and Pressburger that we did this year about crazy nuns. Uh, that would have to be Black Narcissus. That's correct. It would be so, Black Narcissus. So why'd you pick that? Uh, I cannot get over seeing that nun in the reveal in my brain. Uh, also, my my wife and I, we went to an exhibit of painted backdrops from MGM. That that wasn't part of them. Uh, but I have trouble reminding myself that that entire movie yeah. was painted and brilliantly painted. Um, and I, I think if I had to choose something that I'm the happiest about this year, it was that we did all those Powell and Pressburger movies because yeah. that was a treat. That was a treat doing those four. So my last one is about a um, a thief who likes to sit around and because one of our themes this year was um, fully clothed men lying on beds waiting to do something. And so it wasn't shadow of a doubt, but we did another movie that opens that way where a fully clothed man is lying on a bed listening to a bird tweeting. Le Samurai. Yeah, Le Samurai. And and I, I picked that because um as my as my friend Josh used to say, why would anyone make movies about anything other than criminals? And I think that it's everything we like. Like that's one that's one way. Um for the listeners out there, one of us will watch a movie and tell the other one to do it for the show. And and the highest praise you could give it is i'm telling you it's got everything we like everything we like is in this movie that one's got criminals a, a great lead um not knowing what's going to happen a great ending great moral questions that get raised and i remember i, I loved our conversation about that and one. it's so quick that one's in yeah. 90 minutes right 90 minutes another another high praise all right so those are our lists but we want we want, let's have a bonus feature mike let's each say a movie we saw this year that we did not do an episode on that we should because now you can go on um letterbox and see all the other movies that that i watch and uh you can you can keep tabs on that but of course we watch more movies than we um than we record on i think i'm up to 107 this year so i'm gonna i'm right behind you but right, i'm good. behind you all right so what's your movie i love you again with william powell and myrna loy have you ever seen that no William Powell plays a, a kind of a wet blanket character uh, on a, a pleasure cruise on the last day. And he's known for um, for putting out the fun of all the other passengers. He gets into a fight with a drunk passenger, falls overboard and is hit in the head with an oar, wherein he wakes up from previous amnesia, uh, realizing that he's a con man and a drunkard. Um, but he's he's been this uh, this silly guy for nine years who's amassed a huge bank account. So his idea is to pretend that he doesn't have amnesia or hasn't woken up from this coma, uh, pretend to be this wet blanket, go to the town in Pennsylvania where he's from and empty the bank account. But the twist is he realizes that he's married and his wife wants a divorce. <laughs> what did you did, did you see this recently? Yeah, that's because that does work on paper. And it seems like it does work as a movie. And that does seem like it's everything we like in movies. Guess like, who di guess who directed it? Uh, I don't know. Uh, W.S. Uh, Van Dyke from The Thin Man. Really? Who who so also worked with William, William Paul and Merlin. Yeah, that explains William Powell. Yeah. So that's good. So maybe we should do that in 23. It's so good. All right. So my one is that we that we didn't do an episode on, which and this was a long list, and I can even cheat and give you some of the ones that I would text, <laughs> like Blue Collar, the Pulse movie. I thought I saw that for the first time this year. I thought that was great. Um, another movie we did not do an episode on that I know you loved, which we both saw this year, is Leave Her to Heaven. 
Yeah. Oh, that yeah, movie. We, we got to do that. Rocks. That's that's and it's free on YouTube. I just saw it today. It's free on YouTube. So we got to do that. But the movie I had to pick for like this was a movie I saw this year. We did not do a show on, but we should. That I would say, I know you've never seen this. Um, because if you have seen it, we're gonna record the episode on it right now. But the movie is 1976, Mikey and Nikki, directed, written and directed by Elaine May. And that's Peter Falk and um John Cassavetes. It's and again, everything we like mobsters guy on the run um ned Beatty as a frustrated uh hitman who can't get traffic directions right. i do love ned Beatty. speaking of network and it's and i know you love downer movies i mean you 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 love a good buzzkill movie this is a megaton manhattan project buzzkill of a movie it, it's told everything is brown and gray um the, the monologues go on really really long it's it's everything we like it, you could just wash yourself a depression and uh we have to do this one you got it all right. So thanks for listening, everybody. Follow us on Twitter at 15MIN Film. You can also follow us on Letterbox. Letterbox. Thanks for listening. Leave us reviews and we're going to keep these coming. Thanks again, everybody. Happy New we Year. Had, we had so much fun. We'll see you next year. Bye.